Welcome to the e-commerce badassery podcast, the place for scrappy female entrepreneurs who want to learn actionable steps and strategies to grow the traffic, sales, and profit in your e-commerce business. I'm your host, Jessica Totillo Coster, a 20-year retail veteran who spent three years as the only employee of a seven-figure online store. That shit was crazy. I know exactly how it feels to do all the things, and I'm sharing everything I learned the hard way so you don't have to. I may have started this business by accident, but supporting badass bosses like you lights me the fuck up, and I am so stoked to see you grow. Are you ready, babe? Let's roll. Welcome back to the e-commerce badassery podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Totillo Coster. Last week, I talked about the retreat I spoke at and how one of the common threads across the attendees and entrepreneurs that I speak to in general is that we're afraid and uncomfortable with live video. And I say we because it wasn't that long ago that I struggled with this too. In fact, the very first time I ever went live wasn't truly live at all. And the first time I really went live was super late at night when I knew the chances of anyone actually being there was slim to none. So today I wanted to chat with you about how I got over my fear of live video and give you some tips and tricks that you can use to help yourself do the same. Now, if you're already doing lives on a regular basis and don't have this issue, feel free to skip this episode. But if you want to hear about the silly things I did to get more comfortable, keep on listening. All right, let's get right into it. My first tip is to let go of perfection. Seriously, this is the most important step. Because once you let go of trying to be perfect and just lean into being present with your audience, this whole process gets easier. The truth is, nobody cares if you're perfect or not. When mess-ups happen, you're more relatable anyway. I even had someone in the e-commerce badassery Facebook group say it was endearing. And it is. Consumers who want to connect with smaller brands and CEOs of those smaller brands aren't looking to connect with you because you're perfect and have it all figured out. They're connecting with you because you're human, have something of value to share, and actually care about what it is that you do. And when it comes to live video, it's very similar to being in person with someone. If you're just sitting there talking to a friend, do you worry about mispronouncing something or tripping over your words? And I promise you that your audience will be so forgiving to all the weird tech shit that happens because every other live video they've ever watched has weird tech shit that happens or someone who trips over their words or who gets flustered. These things are all normal and no one is expecting perfection except for you. Tip number two is to prepare. I know it seems simple, but sometimes it's the simple things that we ignore. While I don't really read a script while I'm actually on the live video, I do sometimes script things out ahead of time, especially if it's a more complicated topic, to make sure I'm not missing any points and what I'm saying actually makes sense. And I believe it was Virginia Kerr, a video strategy coach on Instagram, who says to always prepare your opening line. She has a lot of great tips about showing up on video, I'll put a link to her profile in the show notes so you can check her out. But whether I script things ahead of time or not, I 
always have notes with me and bullet points to keep me on track. I even add in the moments where I want to engage the audience or ask them a question to make sure I don't forget. It's so easy to get tunnel vision while you're live to just get through your material as quickly as you can, but you want to make sure that you're talking to your audience as if they're there with you, like asking them questions that prompt engagement through the comments, and then of course, following up with their responses. In the beginning, this might feel overwhelming, but eventually you'll get the hang of it, I promise. Tip number three, if you are self-conscious about how you look, use a filter. Now, I am in no way telling you to use one of those filters that changes the shape of your face and makes your nose look like a pencil. But if you want to throw on the subtle filter on Instagram or use a tool like Snap Camera or even the skin smoothing on Zoom, if that's truly the difference between you going live or not, I say just do it. And I'll tell you, I use filters too because, hey, it makes me more confident. And like I said, it's always just a subtle touch. Nothing so crazy that I'm changing what I actually look like. It's essentially just digital makeup because I personally don't really have a heavy enough hand when I do mine. I'm not a huge makeup person and because the camera usually washes you out and highlights things like my Italian under eye dark circles, those subtle filters just all around brighten me up. And like I said, this is not me encouraging people to meet crazy beauty standards or lie about how we look. It's just giving that little something extra like makeup would. Tip number four, invest in lighting. This is especially important when you're featuring products or if you want to try and sell items during these live videos, the customer needs to be able to see what you're selling them and even more so if you're selling clothing and accessories. You can get some really inexpensive video lights on Amazon, or if you're just doing face to camera, being in front of a window and or a couple of ring lights can make a huge difference. They're not that expensive, and when you have the right light, that also softens your skin and makes you look more awake and refreshed, which will ultimately make you more confident. All right, so now that you're ready to go live, let's talk about what you can do to actually practice and get better on video. The number one thing I did to truly get more comfortable on video was to record videos by myself. Yep, just like you practice those speeches in school, I practiced my videos. And I'll tell you, I have a lot of pre-recorded videos that will never see the light of day. But this got me really comfortable seeing myself in the video, getting set up, the angle I like, all that good stuff. It also gave me the opportunity to listen back to it and notice small things like the smacking of my lips when I swallow or how I'm not always looking at the camera. And not that I never do those things now, but I'm much less self-conscious about it and it doesn't hold me back anymore. The other thing practice let me do was realize that video has a way of dimming your energy. So you might have to talk with more excitement than you would normally. To the point where in person it would seem over the top, but on video it comes out just right. It's kind of like the makeup situation. What looks good on camera looks a little over the top in person. Once you get comfortable with video, then you can create a dummy Facebook group to practice going live in. Yes, create a brand new Facebook group that has nobody in it and just go live. 
This way you can get comfortable with the interface, understand the delay better, and just get the lay of the land. Invite a trusted friend to be on the other side so you can see what it's like to have someone there and get feedback about your setup and your video. If you don't have anyone to invite, just go to the group on a different device and you'll be able to see your live video and interact with it there. All right, so now you're prepped and you've practiced and you're ready to actually go live. But one of the biggest hesitations I hear is that you're afraid if you go live, no one will be there and you'll just be talking to yourself. And truth be told, that might be the case. You might go live and have literally no one join your video. But instead of thinking of it as a bad thing, really it's no different than when you were recording videos on your own, right? And don't forget, there are likely to be replay watchers, so just because they're not there live doesn't mean they won't be there later on. And worst case, if literally no one watches your video, then whether you did a good job or not doesn't matter because nobody saw it and you get to do it again, so it's fine. If you are really worried about being alone on a live video or the content you share like really requires engagement from the audience, Ask a friend, a biz bestie, or someone to come watch. My first few videos, I had my VA there in the audience to ensure there were comments for me to engage with and someone to answer my questions. Even just having one person there can make all the difference. Now, let's talk about the tech side of it real quick. If you're going live on Instagram, you of course need to use your phone and you should definitely invest in a tripod. Shaky videos, while it may work for a story, aren't really great for anything more long form. I probably have a few shaky videos that I'm not proud of out there and honestly, cell phone tripods are so cheap, there's no reason why you can't get your hands on one. But if you're going live on Facebook or YouTube, you can use a tool like StreamYard to actually go live. I find this interface a lot easier to use than Facebook's native one. Plus, you can stream your live video to multiple platforms at once, like a Facebook group, a Facebook page, and YouTube all at once. The other option is to use Zoom. You can connect Zoom to Facebook and use that platform to go live instead of the native Facebook live video. Either of these tools is especially helpful if you need to share something on your screen because with the Facebook native interface, you can't switch between face to camera and screen sharing. That's probably not super relevant for you as a product-based business owner, but just so you're aware. So how are you feeling about video right now? Are you still scared? Or do you think with a few of these tips and tricks, you might be willing to give it a go? Or maybe if you've already been doing live video, you're not super comfortable just yet. Will this help you be more consistent with it? What do you think? Come on over to Instagram and let me know. So let's recap these tips real quick. Number one is to let go of perfection. Your audience doesn't care if you flub your words or have tech issues. They're going to be so forgiving. Number two, prepare and bring notes so you know what you want to say and won't go completely blank on video. Number three, use a filter if you have to. As long as you keep it subtle and don't go crazy with ones that completely change your face shape, we're just going for a little skin smoothing action. Number four, invest in lighting. Good lighting is the key to a great looking video. Number five, practice. Like I said in the beginning, my first live video wasn't even live. 
Create pre-recorded videos even if no one ever sees them. And number six, invite a friend if you're worried about being there alone. And that, my friends, is a wrap. I hope you enjoyed today's episode and I can't wait to see you out there kicking ass with live video. Tag me when you go live so I can come and cheer you on. And I'll see you on the flip side, friend. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you like what you heard, I'd be so grateful if you'd leave a review on Apple Podcasts and don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. And if you're looking to surround yourself with more product entrepreneurs who totally get your life right now, get your booty on over to the e-commerce badassery Facebook group. Can't wait to see you there. Until next time, e-commerce friends, stay badass.